0: Hey there, are you struggling to fit Bible study into your daily quiet time or your daily routine? What if I told you that there was a way that you could spend consistent time in God's word and you only had to do it one verse at a time? That is what we're gonna talk about today on the podcast and I cannot wait to share um, this method of studying God's scripture with you. Welcome to Your Bold and Courageous Life, the go-to podcast for the Christian woman who wants a closer relationship with God. I am so glad that you are here. Do you want a relationship with God that's deep, real, and intimate? Tired of feeling unworthy of God's blessings because of your past? Do you wish that you could fully trust His plans and process? Listen, take a breath. I got you. On this podcast... We are going to get a lot of encouragement, biblical truth, practical tips, and real talk. They're going to help you connect with God through the best and the worst times of your life. How do I know that's possible? Because I've done it. My name is LaToya Edwards, a Christian spiritual growth mindset and life coach and a proud single mama of four boys. And over the last two decades, I have walked through more hard stuff than I could ever tell you. But I came out of the other side with fearless faith, a close relationship with God, and a life that I enjoy. And I want to show you how to do just that. So grab a journal and a pen because we are going to get to work. So we have been talking a lot about Bible study here on the podcast. And I did not want to kind of end this little section of the podcast without sharing with you one of my favorite ways to spend quality time in the word to really dig in and dig deep that doesn't take a lot of time and it's not overwhelming. I didn't want to end without sharing that with you. And it's verse mapping. When I was first on this journey to figure out how to study God's word on my own. I had these tools, um, you know, I had my supplies, and I was ready to dig in, but it still felt overwhelming to try and tackle an entire passage or an entire book of the Bible. And I came across this idea of verse mapping. And it really, really was intriguing for me. um, Because it reminded me a lot of kind of studying how I did back in high school and college. And it was super, super easy to do. And I don't know about you, but like, have you ever sat down and opened up your Bible and were just like, I don't know where to start. That happens to me so many times. And, you know, I talked about before in previous episodes of how having a plan can help you with that. But sometimes depending on what's going on in my life, even my plan can feel overwhelming. And so having this tool, you know, in my back pocket that I can pull out and say, you know what, I can just do one verse, if I can just dig in deep to one verse, I've spent time with God, I've connected with him, I've learned something about him. um, And I can, you know, have that part of my day done um, without feeling like guilt and shame and without being overwhelmed and feeling like I've got to jump into the deep end. So we're going to talk all about verse mapping today, I'm going to share you step by step instructions on how I do it. And I hope that it helps you. So I often have like these verses that will pop into my mind. And I realized a long time ago that these were verses that I had probably memorized as a kid or that I had just committed to memory as I was reading and studying. But I wasn't exactly sure what they meant. And so verse mapping, like really simply, it's a way of taking one verse and studying every single word in that verse, and this gives you a better understanding of that scripture. Um, Now, of course, you're going to also look at, you know, context and, you know, probably different translations and all that, but we'll get to that. But in its essence, verse mapping is simply, you know, going word by word in a verse and making sure that you understand what each word means, because that then enhances, you know, your comprehension of exactly what that verse is saying. So, why do I think that verse mapping is great for beginners? Well, I'm going to tell you because it's easy and it's super flexible. So, there is a clear like structure and format. So, it's easy to follow. Uh, You don't have to waste all your energy trying to figure out how to get started or what to look for. Like, you're going to follow the same steps for every single verse and you can. Do it for one verse because you're short on time. Or you can do it for an entire passage of scripture, no matter what you have going on. And I can tell you that I have done this method in five minutes. I've had an hour to spend, you know, mapping all different verses. So it's super flexible. There's no really big time commitment or like time restraint where you're going to be like lost and confused because you're going to have to stop in the middle to go tend to something else. Um, it's also a great method to start and stop. I think I talked about this in a previous episode um, on the show that depending on your season, you want to be able to put down your Bible study and be able to pick right back up where you left off without feeling like you got lost behind because you missed a week or you didn't do the homework. And so verse mapping is one of those things. Um, You know, you can put it down and come back to it and it's easy to just jump back in where you left off. So it takes away, you know, the pressure um, and kind of this fear of of not doing well. So I want to give you just a few general guidelines when it comes to verse mapping, especially if you're new to it. So first, listen, anytime that we are studying God's word, we want to keep what we are studying grounded in Scripture. So here's what I mean. Yes, you are studying one verse at a time, but... We don't want to take one verse in isolation and kind of think that that explains the totality of scripture, like scripture informs scripture, it agrees with scripture, it confirms scripture. And so while you may be studying one verse at a time, you need to remember that it is interconnected to the entire Bible and you need to be grounded in that. So make sure that you know context when you're looking at meanings, make sure you're looking at the right meanings, right? When you're thinking of how to apply this. back to scripture for those things. Um, This is going to help you learn how to walk out what you're learning in your everyday life. And you're not going to fall in this pit of like trying to make scripture say what you think it should say or say what culture says it should say. You also want to make this work for you. So there is a structure, there is a format, but like don't box yourself in. If you are like super creative Go for it. Be as creative as you want during this process. You get to decide what verse you want to do. You get to decide how you're going to mark it up, what your note's going to look like, how you're going to organize things. Don't be afraid to put yourself into this method because if you try to force yourself into something that's not you, you're not going to stick with it. It's not going to work. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you one little caveat here. Once you find something that works, Stick with it for a while. Um, if we constantly are changing things up, it's going to keep us from actually learning and growing because we're constantly trying new things. So do what works for you. I and mean, when you find something that works, stick with it stick with it, you know, for a really long time. All right. Now, my other like warning is just be yourself. Like, don't try to be perfect. This verse mapping is for you. It's between you and God. So there's like no right and no wrong. You don't need to be super formal. Nobody's going to be looking over your shoulder to check what you're doing. Like if you make a mistake or you're messy, it's cool. My verse maps have like scratches out, lines drawn all over the place. Um, Like it makes sense to me because I did it, but I'm sure somebody else looking at it would be lost and confused. So don't get hung up on not making mistakes it's for you and as long as it works for you, it's cool. So you only need a few supplies. You're gonna need your Bible of course and if you're new around here, I recommend you have an actual physical Bible. I know there's apps and all the things but holding God's word in your hand is like awesome. And then you're gonna want a notebook, or a journal. Um, I like using notebooks or journals because then I can keep them all together, keep it all in one place and keep it organized. If I have like one random piece of paper somewhere, I'll lose it. Um, so that works. Also index cards are um, can be helpful, especially if you get them on the rings because it's short and it'll kind of keep you focused on that one verse at a time, um, but it's also together so you won't lose your work that you're doing. And then of course, writing tools, um, you know, pens, pencils, highlighters, whatever you like, brush pens, if that's your jam, Um, just have all your stuff together. And then as far as reference materials, at a minimum, you are going to need a dictionary, because like I told you, part of verse mapping is looking at words, looking at what they mean. And so you're going to need a dictionary. Now, a regular dictionary can work, but I want to encourage you to use a Bible dictionary. And here's why. The Bible was not written in English, okay? So you want to be careful because sometimes what a word means in English is not what it meant in the Old Testament or the New Testament because they're being translated from Hebrew, you know, Aramaic, Greek, and all those things into something else, okay? So like Hebrew has more than one word for love, we do not. So you want to be able to be clear about your what you're reading and studying. So have a Bible dictionary, uh, you can find access to that for free online, uh, Bible study tools, Blue Letter Bible. There's all these great resources. Um, I also like to have maps or timelines because it helps me with context and know where I am at in history and what else is going on when I'm looking at a verse. So now we're going to get down to um, the nitty gritty of what do you do when you are mapping out a verse. Now, Remember, always, when you are purposing to learn a new habit, to learn a new discipline, to spend time in God's Word, to get to know God better, prayer, prayer, and more prayer. Always, always, remember the importance of prayer. Um, be prayerful when you're starting new things. Be prayerful before you dig into God's Word. There's an enemy that wants to keep you from getting into the Word because he knows how powerful that is. Um, so, Go on the offensive and consider the defense, and you know pray over your time. You can also just pray and ask God to help you be consistent, to help open your mind and open your heart and open your ears to what He wants to reveal to you during that time. And then when you're ready to get started, the first step it's really easy. We're going to read the verse, and then you want to write it out. Yes, actually write out the entire verse. Now, if you have extra time. Reading like the entire passage of scripture around your verse is always helpful because you want to have context, you want to know what is going on in the around the scripture that you're choosing to map out. So, context it can take you a few minutes, just take two minutes, read through it. Um, if you want to read the whole book or the whole chapter, even better, but try to get some kind of of context for the verse that you're digging into. And that's actually a step two. So once you've written down your verse in whatever translation you're reading, um, you really want to take a minute to orient yourself into context. What is going on in the timeline of history? Who is the author of the book that you're reading? Who is the audience? What is going on? Um, Like sometimes you'll find this information in the notes of your Bible. I have a study Bible that I like to use. And so it's actually in like the intro material to that. But commentaries are great. Um, The Bible Project is an amazing resource. They have summaries of every book of the Bible. I think times like two. I've seen, you know, some books have more than one explanation. But orient yourself. Learn what you're doing. Learn what's going on. And I'm going to tiptoe in here and drop this little nugget for you. If the only thing that you can get done for the day during your Bible time is choosing your verse, reading it and writing it down and getting the context of what's going on, that's fine. You don't have to run through every single step of this process all in one sitting to like count it as a success or count your time well spent. You have read through God's word. You are digging into the history and the background. All of that is good stuff. If you have to stop there, that's great. No problem. Remember, this is a system and a method that you can pick up and put down as you need to. So we've written down a verse, we know context of what's going on. Now step three, you want to look at a few other translations. So I recommend at least two. Um, I mean, don't go like insane and try to read every translation, but you know two or three and you're good. And here's why. Remember, Bible, not originally written in English or whatever language that you're, you speak or you read from. So men and women translate from the original Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek. And so sometimes it's hard to get the exact meaning across. And by reading multiple translations, you're gonna see different words that are used, different phrases that are used, and it's gonna help you get a clearer picture of what your verse is saying. I like to actually write down my verse in the different translations that I'm reading. Um, because I like to have that information in front of me. Um, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But just having it in front of me helps me, especially when I want to go back. Um, I don't have to try to spend time to go back and find the different translations. And again, you don't have to buy different translations. Anytime that you can find an online version of the Bible, you can find whatever translation you need. They also have parallel Bibles, they have more than one translation side by side. Okay? So once we have kind of looked, we've oriented ourselves, it's written down, we know the context, we know, we've looked at some of the translations to see what kind of words they're using. Now it's time to get into the research mode and you're going to want to spend some time, not a lot of time, choosing your, what I call keywords. Okay. So there's always going to be words or phrases that jump out at you while you're reading and you want to find some way to mark those circle, underline highlighter, you know, whatever, on where you've written your verse out, because these are the ones that you're going to dig deeper into. So here's a quick example. If I was going to study Proverbs 3, 5, right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. When I look at this verse, trust, heart, lean, and understanding are four words that jump out at me. And so I would mark those some kind of way distinctly, And these are what I'm going to then take to my dictionary to look up. And it's just like kind of elementary school when you're learning to use a dictionary. You take the word, you look it up, jot down the definition. I also like to take a note, like, is it a verb? Is it an adjective? Is it a noun? Because sometimes, you know, that will influence my understanding of you know, what these words mean. And so I like to start with a regular English dictionary um, just because it helps me to have like a basis and a jumping off point. But I always, 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 always look in my Bible dictionary because like I said, words don't always mean what we think they mean when we get back into the original text. Okay, so once you've looked up each word, the next step is gonna be to best you can, you know, kind of summarize that definition. And then I want you to plug it back into the verse. So back to our example, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. When I go back and plug in the definitions, this is what I get. Believe in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of the Lord with all all of the central or innermost part of your being, and do not rely for support or inspiration on your own ability to understand something. Okay, so I've taken trust, heart, lean, and understanding, and I've plugged those definitions back into the verse. And doing this, it's really illuminating all of what that of scripture is trying to say, right? Trust. It's not just trust, right? It's about belief. It's about something that's reliable, something that is strong. So if you get what I'm saying, it's going to help you really dig deep into the verse. Now, optional, and this is something that I like to do when I have extra time or on a separate day, is to look up cross-references. And a cross-reference is simply another place in scripture where the word that you're looking up might be used or where that verse is referenced. There's a lot of times where in the New Testament, Jesus will point back to something in the Old Testament. That's a cross-reference. Um, there might be you know, a time where another prophet is talking about something else, cross-reference. So I will usually look up my concordance and I will pull it out. I have an actual Strong's concordance or you can do this online as well. And I will simply look up other verses that use the words that I marked and I also look for, is there any other like parts in scripture that point back to this verse specifically? Now, I don't think there is one for Proverbs 3.5, but like in Isaiah, where we're getting the prophecy of the coming Messiah, you know, that has cross references in the New Testament. And so I just like to have that information because it's going to just give me more scripture to use to interpret what I'm learning. Scripture interpret scripture. It's going to give me more things to read and more things to study. And sometimes, this is a little bonus tip, sometimes I will use those cross-references as the verses that I'm going to map out, you know, for other days. And so the sixth and final step um, when it comes to verse mapping is to take time for application and reflection. No Bible study is really complete um, if we're not able to actually take what we have learned from God's Word and apply it to our lives, right? It's meant to change us, and so that means we got to do something with it once we're done studying and reading it. And so I like to begin by asking myself three questions. One, what did I learn about God? Two, um, like how can I apply this to my life, to whatever situation I'm walking through right now? And then the third question is, are there any commands or warnings or promises that I should be aware of, that I should make note of, right? Is scripture telling me to do something like a, you know, a directive? Is it telling me not to do something? Or is there some kind of promise of God that I can take as mine to stand on and pray through, um, you know, for whatever's going on? And I also like to make note of any questions or other thoughts that come to mind. So many times when I am digging into scripture, I will have questions, you know, like, I've heard this before. Where is that? Like, who is this? Does this show up again? Or just, Lord, I don't understand this. What's going on here? Why did this happen? Why didn't that happen? So I like to keep note of all of my questions. Questions are great for um, providing more jumping off points for further study. So if you have questions along the way, Keep note of them because you might be able to answer those in future studies or you might be able to use that question to inform something else you want to dig into scripture for. And then, of course, I like to end with prayer. Um, I just like to spend some time talking with God about what I've learned during my time in the word and just really opening my heart to him and letting him you know, just to show me if there's something else that I've missed. Um, so that is, um, verse mapping and what I like to do. And there are so many ways to take this deeper. Um, you can do a word study, um, which is like you deep dive into one word. So instead of studying the verse, you're going to look at that one word and you're going to track it through all the scripture. So every place that word is used, you're going to dig deep and read and study those things. Um, sometimes I have done a character study where I've looked at a single person, um, as of recording right now, I am currently doing a character study of Paul. And so I am studying through all of his epistles in the Bible, learning more about him and his ministry and his message. And it's really um, awesome to kind of focus your study time on that. I've also done events. Um, so looking at specific events, so, you know, Passover or the different biblical feasts, um, places, even, you know, wells are really big in the Bible. And so I have, you know, looked at wells in scripture to see, oh, well, you know, the woman at the well and, you know, the well where we find, um, oh, help me, uh, Rebecca, you know, all of these things going on. And so tracking different things in the Bible is a great way to kind of take your verse mapping deeper I'm um, also scripture memorization, which we've talked about before on the podcast. When a verse really, really just impacts me, you know, I, I you know I'm gonna add this to my list of verses to memorize. I'm especially because now I really understanding understand what the verse is saying that really makes memorization more powerful. And then I um, will sometimes pull out maps and timelines. Um, Listen, I'm going to warn you, this can be um, a rabbit hole that can be kind of difficult to crawl out of. But just like as I'm studying the life of Paul, I have timelines for what's going on and I have maps. So I'm like actually copying down maps in my in my notes. Um, Okay, not copying down maps. I'm taking pictures of the maps, printing them, cutting them out and putting them in my notebook. But I think you get what I mean. But just having that map to see, okay, he went here and then he went here and then he went here. It can be so helpful when you are studying. Um, and if you are looking for more guided practice with verse mapping, I actually have a Bible study. It's called Promise Keeper. And I created the worship method of studying the Bible. It's kind of an expanded verse mapping method. Um, and inside Promise Keeper, you actually go through uh, Psalm twenty-three verse by verse. So um you can find that on my site, Latoya slash promise dash keeper if you're interested in that. So I am so glad that I was able to share that with you. Um, And if you are just really wanting to have a way that you can dig deep one verse at a time, go nice and slow, go really deep. I hope that you will give verse mapping a try. And until next time, just take care and God bless. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's podcast. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode right now with someone that you know that needs to grow their faith and get closer to God? And it would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. It helps more women like you to find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you fighting for you. So be fearless and live your bold and courageous life.